What's up, everybody? Welcome back to AI Roundup. I'm your host, Phil Buck, and today we're going to be doing a special episode. We're going to take a deep dive into every type of AI image generator there is out there, and we're going to try to rank them on our own tier list. This is something I've been really excited about because maybe y'all don't know this about me, but the reason I really ever got into AI stuff is because of these AI image generators. I'm, I'm not necessarily a technology guy. I'm, I'm more of a funny guy. And I got into the image generators because they can make hilarious images for stuff like memes. So I've been playing with these for well over a year now and I play with them on a daily basis. Every time there's a new one, I am definitely trying it out. And I think doing a, you know, just a cursor research of YouTube, the last tier list I saw for the existing AI image generators out there was six months ago. So I think it is a good time. Six months is a good rhythm to be kind of reporting on what is going on with these tools because it changes so fast. And I just want to put a little asterisk on this whole video that, you know, um, I did my best to make a comprehensive list. I mean, I went through like over 25 different tools that I could find on the internet for AI image generating tools, but I know that there's no way I've hit all of them. And I know you probably have different opinions. So as I'm doing this tier list, if I've missed any, make sure you tell me in the comments. Also, I'm going to leave the link to this tier maker in the show notes. So if you disagree, I believe you're going to be able to jump on there and make your own list and correct me where I'm wrong. So let's, let's just jump right into it. All right, so this is our tier maker list. Like I said, I'm going to put this uh, in the show notes for you. And uh, I've went ahead and put in 16 different AI generating tools. We're going to go through these in alphabetical order, and I'm going to be using the same prompt for all of these, which is going to be an alien trying to catch a cat with a pokeball. All right, first up is the highly lauded Adobe Firefly. This is a big deal because this one has been out there. You know, people have been trying to tout this model as one of the first, you know, ethical models. And, and, you know, that's actually, we've covered on the show, that's actually kind of been tested to be not entirely true. People have found art styles within the model that uh, were referencing artists that did not consent to having their data trained. So we got to keep an eye on these things. But what we're going to do for the qualifications for ranking these things, the things I'm going to test them on are price, the quality, the features that are available with the models, with the interfaces rather, the moderation rules, so how much can you request from these things without being shut down, if there's any sort of free usage, and also kind of what we talked about at the MMN meetings was kind of like the philosophy or the foresight behind these companies. So you know, what's going into making these technologies and, and what does that mean for where they will be in, in six months, like we've already talked about. So with Adobe, I mean, first up, it is pretty expensive. Uh, you have to have an Adobe subscription for something like at least Photoshop to use it, which is starting at $35 a month. Uh, but you do have unlimited generations and you can use the same Firefly platform within the Photoshop generative AI tools. All right, so one extra feature that I did not know we were going to be getting on this demo is that Adobe just rolled out a new model, Firefly Image 2 Beta, which is available for me to try. So we're just going to give it a try. While it's generating some things I will want to point out is that it has a lot of built-in prompts modifiers, so like the style of art that you're looking for, the visual intensity, the strength of the style. You can choose not only you know those kind of modifiers, but you can do color and tone, lighting, composition, and advanced settings let you do negative prompts. You can also, I should note right from the top, do landscape, portrait, square, or widescreen, so that's pretty nice. Let's take a look at some of our images. We do have an alien. It looks like they're all kind of in an artsy style. Not a one of them has a pokeball, so that might be a, a hard ask of an AI. But, you know, overall, the images look pretty good. I mean, it's 
I tried it once more with art, but I want to see what it can do if it's trying to emulate a photorealistic style. Yeah, it still leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, it's kind of weird to me. I know that Adobe has its own standalone model that is trained from its own stock footage, but the quality of the images is not amazing to me. I mean, that's something I'm going to be coming back to along with all the other stuff is kind of at the end of the day, what are we getting here? Is any of this worth looking at? No, none of this is funny to me. All right, let's also jump over to Photoshop so we can get an idea of what you can do with Firefly within these tools. So, I mean, what you can do right off the bat, just do a select all. It's going to give you a little pop-up that you can't see on my window, but it gives you a, a little bar where you can enter a prompt. So we can just say something like outer space. And then once you get your generation, you get three different options. Let's go with this one with the planet. And then additionally, what you can do is you can take your lasso tool and like so we could come right here make a little blob and that's where we're going to generate something new let's say an alien whoa that is freaky that is for real an alien though let's go with this one and then let's get our tool out again and we'll put another blob right here we'll say a cat and then let's do the ultimate test here to see if any of these ai know what a pokeball is i don't think they do but let's try it anyway no not even close so <laughs> it'll be fun to see if any of these uh, image generators know what a pokeball is all right let's jump over to our tier list let's give a ranking to this one okay so for adobe firefly i'm putting that on the a tier for a couple of reasons i do think price wise it's pretty prohibitive if you're just looking for an image generating tool but the quality of the images is pretty good the fact that it's integrated into photoshop is pretty amazing a lot of tools use in painting out painting stuff like that similar techniques but the power of photoshop is hard to understate with the addition of an ai generative tool in there so i do think firefly is pretty standout and that's why I'm gonna put it up pretty high, but not the highest because of the cost, as well as the moderation is pretty bad. That's the one thing I didn't touch on is that if you put in a prompt that it doesn't like, uh, even if it's not something that's, you know, profane, nudity, that kind of thing, it'll just shut you down and you don't have any way to appeal. I think that's problematic. I think we'll see some other examples of that that are, are better as we move forward. So next up we've got Dolly 3. Wow, okay, I'm excited to jump into this one. Okay, so this one comes with a small caveat that Dolly 3 is a standalone image generator, which we're going to actually talk about Dolly 2 here in a little bit. If you want to use Dolly 3 at the time of this video, you actually need to go onto Bing Image Creator. So we're kind of going to be reviewing two in one here. If you don't have a Microsoft account, you can sign up for one for free using a personal or a school email. Once you have a Microsoft account, you can jump in there for free and start creating. So. All right, so some of the high notes with uh, Dolly 3 is a very high quality images. You can use it for free. It's entirely free. And they do give you 25 boosts per day, which means that your images will generate faster when you're generating something with a boost. You're able to purchase more boosts if you run out with Microsoft reward points. And let's go ahead and generate an image and we'll talk about some more. So an alien trying to catch a Pokeball. We'll see how fast it goes going pretty fast. I will say I've been using this one a lot because it just rolled out. We covered it on AI Roundup a couple of weeks ago. I've been really excited about this one because, you know, one of the most amazing things that I've seen is it's extremely good at text, which is very different. Oh, wow. And look at this. <laughs> so Bing actually does recognize what a Pokeball is. Let's take a look here. Oh my goodness. Man, that is excellent. So not only does it recognize what a Pokeball is, it seems to have really good context on uh, <laughs> what is actually happening here. That alien is trying to catch that cat. <laughs> and that cat looks scared. So 
amazing. Yeah, I've been really impressed with being, I think I want to say that one thing about this platform is the moderation is really, really tight and kind of inconsistent. What I've seen is that sometimes you'll put in a prompt five or six times and then suddenly it decides that the image content, I, I should point out there's two different things. One, your image, your prompt can just straight up be blocked for the words in it. But also on the back end, if an image is generated that it seems to detect something within the image that contains prohibited content, then it won't show you the image, which is extremely frustrating because you don't know what it's interpreting. So I think that's pretty problematic. But with all that being said, I do put Dolly 3 way up there on the S tier. I, I do think it's the, the groundbreaking one right now. I think it's the one that's occupied the most of my time. So that says something. It's it's definitely eclipsed uh, mid-journey lately <laughs> for me as far as usage goes. Now, I think one of the biggest things to consider about DALI is that it's backed by Microsoft, so it's definitely not going anywhere anytime soon. OpenAI, you know, is behind DALI, so there's a major partnership there. I don't necessarily know how I feel about the way that they're training the data. We've already seen with OpenAI, as far as ChatGPT goes, there's a lot of problematic nature of using materials that probably were not used with consent of the creators. So I'm sure that's probably going on in this model. I mean, in fact, I've seen many times I was generating images where it would perfectly recreate logos of companies. And I really am curious what uh, the copyright office would have to say about something like that. Uh, I guess it comes down to really that, that most of these images aren't copyrightable. So maybe that's it all comes out in the wash. All right, next up, we're going to roll it back a little bit and hit on Dolly 2. I do want to cover Dolly 2, even though it's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's the same as Dolly 3. At least the creators behind it are the same and the technology is very similar. Obviously, Dolly 3 has a different model, but Dolly 2 was kind of the king on the scene for quite a while. Let's go ahead and put our, let's go ahead and get our prompt moving while we talk about, you know, the other parts of Dolly 2. It is reasonably priced, especially if you just want to use the free credits. Uh, you get 50 free credits to start and then you get an additional 15 credits added every month. So if you're not crazy about trying to, you know, generate a ton of images like me, then you can use this thing just by jumping on there and start playing around. I will say the image quality is pretty low. As you can see here, these are really nothing to get excited about. Not only does it not understand the concept of what's going on here, there's no Pokeball, but it looks like crap. I mean, it's just kind of like, <laughs> it looks like something I could have drawn on a, myself in a few minutes. So we'll generate one more just to see. Yeah, still pretty crummy. So not, not that exciting to me. I think at this point in time, we have to take Dolly 2 and put it on the B tier. You know, it's definitely, it was a trailblazer when it first came out, but at this time, it's really lacking, and obviously they're trying to do something about that by making Dolly 3. So if you haven't played with Dolly 2, it's definitely worth trying out. I mean, obviously, use up those free credits every month and, and get some funny stuff out of it. I've definitely gotten some stuff that I loved. For instance, my 3D anthropomorphic food series all came out of Dolly 2. But nonetheless, Dolly 2 is kind of old news these days. All right, moving right along to another fan favorite for me, Crayon. It's currently in V3. I don't really know much about the history of the models with Crayon, but I will say Crayon was really the first one for me that came out on the scene. I was a big fan of this one because it was the first one that you could have open access to. You know, when Dolly 2 was first, the news was first breaking about Dolly 2, you couldn't really get into it. It was just a very restricted beta, but uh, Crayon used to be known as Dolly Mini and it was really the one that took the internet by storm it made so many viral hilarious images let's go ahead and get an image rolling 
You might remember you may have seen a ton of social posts with the nine pictures in a little grid. That was the the origin of when Dolly Mini hit the scene. They've since had to rebrand as Crayon because the creators of Dolly OpenAI did not like the fact that they were, you know, overlapping as far as intellectual property. I don't know. They didn't like them using the name Dolly. That being said, some high points about Crayon is that it's totally free. The site is supported by ads. As you can see so you can jump on there and use the site anytime it's a little bit slow it takes a while to get your images and then as you can see you know the quality is pretty <laughs> pretty lacking I mean we've got a cat in here we definitely got pokeballs so I'll give them credit for that they hit on the pokeballs they hit on the cats I don't know maybe an alien is kind of inferred here with this middle one but yeah I mean I'm sorry, Crayon. Uh, I was going to put you at the B list just because you had a special place in my heart, but it's it's pretty lacking. I think it's actually going to have to go down here on the C tiers. It's just not up there with the best of them these days. All right, moving right along. A new one to me for this was Deep. I, I had to do a lot of research on a lot of these products that I wasn't sure about. All right, so we're going to get an image generating from Deep AI to see what it looks like while it's working. I do just want to point out that Deep AI, much like a lot of these image generating tools you're going to see online, are simply using stable diffusion models and they're making their own little custom web UI. They're charging you for, you know, the computer power, the energy it takes to run these models. Uh, some of them are better deals than others. Speaking of which, uh, Deep AI is free to use, but it does have paid features as you'll see when you go to generate. If you want to do a HD image, it's locked. If you want to use certain styles, they're locked. Other options include the shape, you know, aspect ratio, that kind of thing. So that's kind of nice. This one is super basic and I'm going to be pretty harsh on anything that is an S, uh, stable diffusion based model that is just its own web UI. So the other thing that's worth noting is that uh, DeepAI did have pretty strict moderation. It just blocked certain words straight up, but it seems to have some sort of unfiltered content access for paid users. So if you do want to pay for it, it's $4.99 a month for 500 generations. Once again, you know, I, I just don't feel like it's a good deal. So I'm going to drop deep AI on the lower end at that D tier. And it's mainly because it's, again, it's a stable diffusion model that's on the web. And we'll talk more about stable diffusion as we go on. All right, right along the same lines, we're going to be moving on to another one that is very similar called deep dream generator this one is also as far as i can tell a web hosted version of a stable diffusion it is free to use with 100 credits to start and you have to use five credits per generation you can pay for a plan starting at 19 dollars a month and you get 120 credits and new credits generate every hour so 12 credits every 12 hours that kind of thing the interface is pretty easy to use it's a very just basic web UI for stable diffusion as far as I can tell. The moderation I will note is extremely slack. It pretty much let me put in anything I want. I could ask for naked people, I could ask for murder scenes, but the images themselves do seem to have some kind of moderation because I didn't actually get nudity or violence in the images. You know, I got gory images, I got sexy images, but I did not get any actual nudity or violence or anything like that. Sorry if that makes me seem weird for prompting those things, but I don't know how else you're supposed to test the moderation if you don't put in something that's going to be moderated. <laughs> That being said, uh, Deep Dream Generator is also going to go right down here on the D tier because it was just, it's just nothing to get excited about. I mean, let's just go back real quick and look at that image. The cat looks weird. I don't understand what's happening with the neck, the feet, 
the ball is a kind of like a cat or an you know so this is kind of standard stuff that you see with stable diffusion once again i'm going to call out a lot of these models that as far as i can tell are stable diffusion i have a pretty good eye for what those images look like but i could be wrong i mean there's there's always a possibility that people are training their own models in the same way that uh, Stable Diffusion was trained. I just, I highly doubt it. Anyway, let's move it right along. Next up is Midjourney. So let's pop up Discord on the screen. There we go. So we're in the Discord for, right now we're in the Discord for Full Journey. We're gonna come back. You can actually generate with Midjourney, you have to have a paid subscription to get in there. So you can generate directly by messaging the Midjourney bot, which some people may enjoy. This is one of the memes that I've been generating for a while. Uh, it's a phrase that you may have heard on MSP Dispatch where <laughs> at the end of a show I says, sweet meat in an eight teriyaki. Well, I wanted to see what these tools could do by putting that in there and very mixed results. Anyway, let's talk about with Midjourney, what you can do is you have to use it in a Discord server or a Discord uh, DM. You type slash imagine to be able to enter your prompt. There's a whole bunch of modifiers that you can do here. So let's get one going with the Pokeball, the alien trying to catch a Pokeball, and let's hit some of the, the major points about Midjourney. So Midjourney is pretty pricey. As far as I know, there are no free options. They turned off free options a while back and they've rolled out you know, free trial periods when they have new features occasionally, but you can't even use it at all until you start paying for it. It starts out at $10 a month for a basic plan, which has limited generations. Uh, if you wanna keep going to basically unlimited, you gotta jump up to $30 a month, and then the pro plan is at $60 a month. So I find this service really pricey, but the quality of the images is really good. I think they were one of the first image generators to get the hands right, also fixing faces, stuff like that. Um, I will say that the, the interface is, you know, kind of a medium difficulty because it's basically like you're using like a terminal window, but you're doing it on Discord. So not only do you have to have Discord or use Discord in a browser window, you also have to type all these terms like slash imagine. And then, you know, you have to use these modifiers that are like dash dash AR to set the aspect ratio, dash dash no to put in negative prompts. So for me, that's kind of, that's definitely a drag when you see stuff like all these web UIs, even just the basic web UIs that we're seeing online for stable diffusion with stuff like Deep AI, Deep Dream that we've seen already. You know, those basic web UIs to me are, are more user friendly than what Midjourney is doing. I will say one of the nice things about Midjourney is that like a lot of these image generators, they actually use an AI moderation tool. So when you are putting in prompts that are blocked, you can appeal. And if they read the prompt again and they take it in context that, hey, maybe this used a word like breastplate, but it's not trying to get images of nude women or something like that, it'll take your appeal into account and then it will generate the image if it thinks it's okay. Let's do take a look at these images real quick and see what we are working with. Pretty dissatisfied with this run. I mean, I do tout Midjourney as one of the higher quality images out there. Maybe this prompt is not a good one for Midjourney because I don't really even, I mean, I guess that's an alien up there. It looks more so like we've got some alien cats and some balls going on. Yeah, so maybe not the greatest example, but nonetheless, that being said, let's jump back over to our tier list. I have to put Midjourney way up there in the S tier. I mean, it has been for me the reigning champion for quite a while. I think the quality of the images that it generates are extremely high. And depending on what your prompt is, obviously the results are mixed. It's hard to judge all these tools by the same criteria because they're all better suited to different tasks. 
So that being said, uh, Mid Journey has been one that has rose to the occasion on many, many tasks. And that's part of the reason why I put it there at the S tier. Okay, moving right along to another one that is going to be a web hosted version as far as I can tell. Stable Diffusion is Dream by Wumbo. Wumbo is popular. It's an app that's been popular for animating people's faces, maybe similar to like a deep fake or a face swapping thing where you load in a, a picture of someone and then it animates them singing and dancing. They also have their own image generating tool here. Uh, obviously, it looks like they prefer for you to use it in an app, but you can do it online in a web UI as well. And we're going to go ahead and get an image generating. So to talk about Wumbo's features, it's pretty bare bones. I mean, basically what you're good getting is an image in one aspect ratio, which is tall like a phone. They have a bunch of different models you can choose from. But the big thing about Wumbo is it's free. It's a free version that's available with ads as well as restricted features. They're, they're going to try to upsell you. It's that freemium model that you're seeing here. The premium model starts at $9.99 a month. And I do think you get access to like all the other Wumbo stuff uh, if you decide to do that. You know, this image, it's not terrible. I mean, you can tell that it's got some influences of a pokeball in here but at the end of the day i'm pretty sure they're just using you know stable diffusion with an api through their own app so not really anything to get that excited about so i'm going to just go ahead and drop wumbo right where i'm dropping most of these in the c realm actually I was going to give Wumbo a C, but the more I think about it, the more of these stable diffusion based models that uh, are just using their own interface, they need to go way down there on the D level. So we're going to keep that one right there on the D level. All right, next up is Jasper AI. This one was crazy to me. I only found this one by casting a huge wide net and searching for, you know, basically every AI tool that I could find. Uh, Jasper AI did tout that they have a, an art tool built into their platform. It should be noted that Jasper is really more of a writing tool. And let's let's get you the pricing here on this. This is the thing that really threw me off. Jasper AI is really expensive. You you start out on a creator plan at $49 a month. That's because they, you know, they want you to use all their tools, their writing tools. The art tool surprisingly was really difficult to use because it's buried in the interface. When I'm on just the dashboard for Jasper, I could not actually even find where to do art. I had to like go Google it to get to the page within the dashboard. So I find the interface to be really difficult to use for no good reason other than just bad ui uh, the image quality you know despite the fact that it actually got the concept pretty good i mean look this is an alien throwing a pokeball there's a cat it did pretty good but the you know the overall quality of these images is pretty bad i mean they look like rough drawings or we have weird facial distortions and just to get back to the pricing i found it to be really insane at least for the reasoning of making ai art images so we're gonna be dropping jasper down here on the d tier sorry jasper not one of my favorites all right next up this one was a surprise to me i'd never used it before although i had heard a lot about it leonardo ai now i think it's worth noting right off the bat that leonardo ai is absolutely a stable diffusion based service i mean you can see it right off the bat that they actually have names of models that are very commonly used for stable diffusion use users like deliberate one one dream dream shaper v7 these are all models i've downloaded that i have for my own natively installed stable diffusion i will say that i was really impressed by what Leonardo is doing to build on top of Stable Diffusion. So they have a lot of different 
you know, basically workflow tools. And I think that's what's so important about if you're going to be using Stable Diffusion, what are you doing to iterate on the process? I think it's worth noting what really makes some of our S tier models so far stand out is that they're taking the basic data training situation, right? So they're taking a model that's been trained on all this data and then they're not stopping there. They're building on top of it. You can tell with Midjourney and with Bing that there's actually other processes in place. The reason that they're able to do hands, faces and text so well is that they're letting that initial image come through additional processes. I don't know if it's scripts. I don't know if it's uh, control net type things, but it's making those images more enhanced because it's not just a basic diffusion thing happening. And so that's where Leonardo AI really stood out for me. Let's see. One of the things that I liked is that once again, you can see my sweet meat in an eight teriyaki meme going on down here. But I loved how many features there are. Like if you're going to be using a web UI to interface with Stable Diffusion, Leonardo is pretty amazing. Like it has so many customizable features. Let's talk about pricing. It is free to use with 150 credits to start. And then you pay a starting price of $10 a month for 8,500 credits, or they call them tokens. If you change the settings, like your resolution, your aspect ratio that's gonna affect the amount of tokens required per generation so that jumps up pretty quick a basic generation just 20 so that's what we're doing right now we'll see what we get okay not too bad I mean there's an alien and it does look like he has a pokeball the, that is not a cat <laughs> maybe that is a cat alien <laughs> but uh, to wrap it up with Leonardo I did think this platform was really exciting I think the quality of the images for something that's stable diffusion based are pretty good and I also really love the workflow things like they offer something called alchemy which has some pretty complex processes for increasing the image quality and the details so I definitely think it's worth checking out if you haven't used Leonardo I'm gonna put Leonardo pretty high up there on an A tier which was a surprise for me for something that I haven't used. All right, next up is Night Cafe. This is a throwback for me. After I got into Dolly, I quickly discovered Night Cafe because it was one of the only other image generators that was out there. I gotta say, you know, they've moved on quite a bit from their original models that they were offering when they first hit the scene. Uh, now they pretty much tout, you know, a mix of stable diffusion models. Like for instance, right now in this UI, the model that's loaded up is Stable Diffusion XL. But let's go ahead and get an image generating and I can tell you a little bit more about how this service works. So again, uh, Night Cafe is for the most part Stable Diffusion based, but it is free to use. You get five free credits per day. Image generations range from one to one and a half credits, depending on how big the image is and some of the other things that you decide to set, like aspect ratio. Uh, if you wanna pay for more uh, Night Cafe use, it starts at $5.99 a month for 100 credits. So that is if you're using it a bunch, this might come in handy. And hey, that is not bad. I mean, again, it's using Stable Diffusion XL as the model, so we know kind of what to expect image quality wise. That's that's really not bad at all. That being said, I mean, it is a Stable Diffusion based model and it's hard for me because Night Cafe was really one of the innovators on the scene. I want to throw them under the bus and put them on that D tier, but I'm going to give them a boost up to the C tier just because they were really one of the innovators that was out there. And they're doing a pretty good job of giving you access to, you know, stable diffusion. Their, their web UI is is more useful than most. Like, for instance, you can do an image to image by dropping in a starting image. You can, uh, yeah, one of the big things, one of the big things I haven't seen in almost any of the web UIs is you can tell it runtime, which I'm assuming is the amount of steps, which is what you'll see on Stable Diffusion as we talk about that one later. The prompt waiting, all that kind of stuff, the seeds. 
and oh the sampling method so it's really nice to see that if someone is going to be offering a stable diffusion ui on the web that they're giving you the most comprehensive interface to make it work okay so next up is one that's pretty new to me full journey this is another one that you have to use discord to get into so let's jump over here let's get discord going again and we were in that server earlier this is one that if you're not a subscriber, if you're not using credits uh, that you've purchased, you have to be in a room to generate images. But let's see what happens. Let's get one going. Or you wanna use the command slash make instead of imagine. That one took me a while to remember. And we'll get our same problem with an alien trying to catch a cat with a pokeball. So some notable things about Full Journey, I've talked about it on the show in the past. Uh, Full Journey is a pretty amazing suite of, of technologies. Not only does it generate images, but it also generates uh, video. It also generates different types of audio. So music, text, it can do lip syncing. And when it comes to video, not only will it generate short clips of videos, but it can generate several clips of videos that it knits together for you to make movies. So I've been really impressed with what Full Journey can do, what it offers. Let's take a look at the pricing on this. So Full Journey is pretty pricing. I mean, if you're gonna get into this, you're gonna spend at least $7.99 at the starter tier to get 40 credits. That's probably not gonna get you too far. So the hobbyist level at $19.99, it's closer to what you would expect with stuff like uh, Mid Mid Journey, get you 100 credits. The creator level is $31.99 for 160 credits a month. And then finally they have a legend tier, $100 a month for 400 credits. So Full Journey, I've been kind of on the fence on because I've been really impressed with what they are doing, what they are creating. Creating, but the pricing for me has been hard to bite the bullet, especially when I'm already paying for things like Midjourney and OpenAI's ChatGBT Plus. So I haven't been able to take the plunge, but I will say the folks at the Full Journey organization have been pretty amazing. They've thrown me some free credits for covering the the Discord server on the show. So I would say it's at least worth checking out and using the free credits that you get. And let's take a look at the images that we got. Let's see. Wow, that is pretty, pretty good. I mean, it's definitely got a Pokeball. It's definitely got an alien and a cat. You know, these are definitely artsy looking images, not like photorealistic, but I'm pretty happy with them. So with that being said, let's jump back over to our tier list. And I wanna put Full Journey pretty high up there at an A tier. I definitely think it's one worth trying out and checking out. All right, we've only got a few left. This is a big one. I never never tried it out. And man, I got to tell you, my poor email and my credit card right now signing up for all these accounts, free accounts and free trials. They're free, but you got to, you know, put in your credit card <laughs> to get that seven days. I was canceling these things as fast as I could. Okay, now that being said, Shutterstock does have its own AI image generator built in. If you have an account, the accounts for Shutterstock start at $29 a month. And I think that gets you 10 stock images that you can choose from. And then the AI image generator is a part, it's a perk of that account. I think one of the nice things about Shutterstock is that they are another one that's touting being ethically sourced, right? So it's trained on its own stock of photos. And if you already have a Shutterstock account, I think it makes a lot of sense because if you're already paying for this to get stock photos and you run out of credits, well, now you can jump over here and you can generate something and get yet another stock photo that maybe was not included with your credits in your basic account. So that being said, I mean, the image 
<laughs> the image quality has not been great with everything that I've seen coming out of Shutterstock's AI generator. And I do think it's worth noting that it is powered by DALI. In fact, OpenAI and Shutterstock have a partnership where Shutterstock is providing their stock images to DALI or to OpenAI for training of DALI. So it's kind of a weird conundrum. I think Shutterstock's uh, tool really only makes sense for those folks that are already using Shutterstock and you want to continue using it for other reasons. Now you just have this added in feature of AI generating tools. So I'm going to put that at a B because it's kind of hard to qualify using it as a standalone, but it's a pretty great perk of that service. All right, next up is Starry AI. This one was new to me as well. And again, this one looks like it is a stable diffusion based web UI. So that means, uh, you know, <laughs> you're basically going to be jumping on the web to use somebody else's computer to generate images with stable diffusion. Let's go ahead and get our prompt going and see what it can do. And let's talk about pricing. This one, it will give you, uh, it's free to use with a limit of five artworks daily. Uh, if you wanna pay for it, it's $8.99 a month or $108 a year to get 200 image generations per month. They do have higher tier plans. What I was looking at is that the images are pretty mid, uh, depending on what you're trying to create. Faces and hands are not great. Text is just okay. Here's a great example to compare to everything else we've been making. As you can see, the image isn't great. I do appreciate that it could get the context of a Pokeball. Again, this one being a stable diffusion based web UI, it's hard for me to qualify much higher than any of the others. So we're gonna throw that one, eh. Yeah, I'm going to put that right down there in the D tier as well. Sorry, sorry. All right, so next up, this is a weird one. I've never heard of this before. Synthesis X. A Synthesis X is actually a Chrome extension that you can use. It's super easy to use. So for instance, I've done a web search for images of the office memes. And the way it works once you have... Once you have the extension installed is that you can right click on an image and say revisualize this image. And then as you can see this window pops up behind me and it starts trying to generate these images. It did take quite a while and I found that it's pretty, it's got a pretty strange bias. So <laughs> like I was trying to generate memes with it and it could not do text at all. In fact, uh, when I generated one of these like uh, with Michael Scott here saying no, God, please no. It didn't give me a meme at all. It just gave me a really good looking man in a suit, which I found strange. Again, as far as I can tell, just looking at the quality of the images, this does seem to be a stable diffusion based model. As far as pricing goes, it does 50 free images a month and then premium plans start at $12 a month for 200 generations. Essentially, as far as I can tell, this is kind of like an image to image application of stable diffusion but built into a Chrome browser. So to that end, it could be kind of useful if you're really just trying to bookmark ideas and generate them. But overall, I wasn't super pleased. Like for at this moment, you can see that this is still spinning. It's taking quite a while to generate anything. Let's see. All right, picking up after a little bit of a, <laughs> a hard cut there because synthesis is not working for me today. So I'm actually gonna rank this one a little lower than I originally was. I was gonna put it as a C tier because it's just a unique usage of uh, Stable Diffusion putting it in a Chrome extension like that. But the fact that it doesn't work today is kind of bothersome to me. So we're gonna drop synthesis down here in the D. It really makes sense. It's just it's just another, you know, kind of an API usage of a Stable Diffusion model. So it, that's really probably where it it deserves to be now that being said let's finally jump into one that i've been talking about the whole time and let's finally put it to use that is stable diffusion 
Let's go ahead and you can see I've already been testing it out. I wanted to see what I could get. This is using a, a custom S Stable Diffusion XL model. Let's go ahead and generate something new and let me give you the breakdown on Stable Diffusion. So it is free to use and it's open source. The only cost is the energy your computer uses or if you're going to use like a virtual server or something like that to run it because I mean if your computer isn't power enough using something like uh, Google Collab or something of that nature is a good way to run Stable Diffusion elsewhere. Uh, one of the things I like about Stable Diffusion is the fact that it's open source. So you see people developing their own models, their own web UIs, stuff like Automatic 11.11 and Comfy UI. Uh, many more are out there. I would say the image quality is medium to high. It depends on the models that you use. And honestly, you can take that a lot further once you start adding in things like ControlNet, several different extensions. There's scripts available that can do things like fix the eyes and hands and those kind of things. So I think probably one of the biggest downsides sides of Stable Diffusion is that there's a pretty steep learning curve to get the most benefits out of it. So you have to really sit down and work your way through the installation. You have to get really comfortable with all the ins and outs of what you can do with different web UIs. Uh, you don't have to use a web UI. You can just really type into a terminal and get it going. But you know, you can get so much more out of it once you start using the different web UIs that are out there as well as the models, the Loras, the Lycoris, the on and on and on. There's so many things that you can do uh, and I'm happy to say that this image that we got for our prompt is, is really not bad it was better than the first one let's take a look yeah it's I mean it's kind of got a pokeball it's a very strange pokeball but we do have a cat it almost looks like Mew 2 or something that's gonna catch this cat so I'm pretty pleased that we could wrap it up on that note I think probably one of the biggest things to note about Stable Diffusion is the original models are definitely not trained ethically and they've been trying to correct that. They've been taking steps to let people opt out of training it. The company itself is not on the so most solid financial grounds, but the thing about it being open source is that the models are all out there. So even if Stable Diffusion goes kaput today, you will still be able to use these technologies on your own computer. They're not going anywhere unless the entire electrical grid gets shut down. So <laughs> that's a pretty good sign. So with all that being said, I have to put Stable Diffusion up there on the S tier. It is definitely one of the reigning champions so far. Even though I will say it has been kind of outshined, outshone by Midjourney and now Dolly 3. So to kind of wrap things up, Dolly 3 for me is the biggest, the most reigning champion of the image generators. Midjourney and Stable Diffusion are right there with it for different reasons. Midjourney because of the quality, not so much the price. Stable Diffusion because it's free and it's so customizable. It's amazing. These are the three I would highly recommend trying out and testing and seeing what you can get out of them. Definitely other ones worth trying were Adobe Firefly, simply because you can use it in Photoshop. The standalone thing is great, but being able to use those built-in generative AI tools is amazing. Leonardo AI, I mean, if you don't wanna go through the headache of getting Stable Diffusion set up and you have a little change to spend on this, Leonardo AI is probably the way to go. And Full Journey, man, that is a really exciting one. Not only does it make great images, but it's got so much more going on. Everything else in the B and the C tiers, I think are really yesterday's news. I really think that if you're just messing around and you want to see what's out there, go try them out. But otherwise, uh, you can just leave them alone. They can just become part of, you know, the Wayback Machine or something as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this long journey through all the different AI image generating tools that are out there. If you have a difference of opinion on what you think, sound off in the comments, sound off in the Discord, or I also will have the link to this tier maker in the show notes so that you can rank them yourself. Let me know what you think. 
Uh, <laughs> that being said, this is going to be our last podcast long-form episode of AI Roundup. From here on, I'm going to be making short-form videos about certain things. So if I, if I want to talk to you about Full Journey, if I want to talk to you about Leonardo AI, if I want to talk to you about a chat GBT extension that just came out, I'm just going to make a video about that. And we're going to hit that subject hard and fast and wrap it up. So I hope you guys will check those videos out. Let me know what resonates with you. And we'll keep that AI Roundup going every week, multiple times a week. All right, everybody, I hope you have a great rest of your week. This has been your October 18th episode of AI Roundup, and I'll see you next time. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.